0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, um, January eighth, two 2024. Oh my god, we're almost halfway through this decade. Where is it all going? Um, how's it going, man? How was your weekend? Was it good? Was it nice? Was it too fucking short? Um, do a hunger games thing on fucking corporate CEOs just throwing it out there I never saw hunger games but I I believe it's human beings hunting down other human beings you know like how long are they going to get away with you know it's you and somebody else in your department and then they fire somebody don't replace them with anybody and expect you to do your job and then their job and then with the money they save they give themselves a bonus um or well, they put it towards AI. All right, Bills. Let's, you know, it was a nice weekend. Let's let's not begin the week this way. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sitting here in my office, slash garage, slash, uh, you know, man cave thing here. And I am I am watching low resolution NFL football. The fucking Bills versus the Dolphins. As far as I know, the last game of the year. I do not think there's a Monday night game. And uh my fucking satellite dish has been fucked up since I don't, since I don't know how long. I know you go, oh, what the, you still got a fucking satellite? To, what do you got? What do you got? I watch the games on my phone. Oh, do you? And I zap it down and then I fucking shoot it onto my TV. Oh, that's fantastic. You're amazing. Did you invent any of that? Enough already. I'll tell you what's bugging me is all these different American flags, all these fucking assholes saying that they're patriots and within their country they're coming up with their own America that has their own American flag. It's just another thing to divide people. There's one American flag, get on the fucking same page. You know, stop with the third jersey American flags. <laughs> I always like, you got to sit there and be like, what does that mean? And you're somewhere, you know, somewhere it's, you always feel like it's, it's the clan adjacent or something. I always feel like it's some sort of disgruntled white person that feels their country's being taken away from them, which it is, by rich white people. But no, no, they're the same color as me. They wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. It's got to be this different colored person who has absolutely no fucking power whatsoever, just like me. But even more so, even less so. Um, anyway. Um, the hell was I going to talk about before I, before, I went on, before I went down that fucking road? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know anymore. I spent the whole day with the kids. I'm fucking wiped out. I'm breaking a New Year's resolution. I'm having my second cup of coffee today, um, just because I, I just they they wore me up. They fucking wore me up. We woke up, you know. My son came in. You know he crawls into bed. He's kicking me. He's hitting me in the head and all that shit. It's like ten past seven. So I'm like, all right get up and then I go let's go out to breakfast and then let's go out to breakfast and led to taking him to the playground which was great this playground I'm glad I went back there I had a good memory because last time I went to that playground I got involved with uh, somehow I became it and I was chasing the kids around and in my head I saw the other parents looking at me and I thought that they were thinking wow look at that guy what a great dad he's so involved what an active dad and it's such an advanced age too wow he's really inspiring and uh, then I ran around the corner and there was like some slime and I fucking totally wiped out. And it uh, didn't hit my head, but I, I landed hard on my forearms and one of my shoulders, I felt it. And I got up and I had the big fucking skid mark on my shin. And then I realized, oh, that's what they were looking at. They weren't looking at it over here because they were inspired. They were looking over here going, what is that old man doing? He's going to hurt himself. And uh, they were Right. So, I hadn't been back there since. I was embarrassed, you know. It's like when uh, Weber called that timeout that they didn't have in Michigan. Like, that was my dad moment. And as far as I know, he never went back for the Fab Five documentary. Well, you know, I decided I was going to face calling a timeout when I didn't have one, which was basically running around when I didn't. I, didn't, I don't have any more running around days left in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, my running around is... oh If, if, if the, whatever I'm in is on fire, somebody comes in and starts shooting or has a fucking... Ag- if I'm running for... The bear comes in and runs from, for... Like I got to start running for my life, you know? You know what's funny? I used to think... You know, when I'm out here in L.A., I always think about mountain lions. I think about black bears. But it's really like raccoons. I feel like raccoons are the ones that are going to get you. Because they'll come into your house and fucking start eating your Doritos. Like, I've seen it on uh, on YouTube. They sit right next to you like fucking, like they're part of the tribe, you know? And then you get familiar, and the next thing you know, they come at you. Because, I don't know, you, you, you bought Pringles that week or something. And then you have rabies. And I don't know how that works. How do they cure rabies? I remember back in the day, it was like fucking 30 shots to your abdomen or something. That's what kids used to tell me. And each needle got a little bigger. And it was agonizing. And for some reason, they had to do it without anesthetic. Now that I say it out loud, none of that makes sense. But uh, we did believe that back in the day. So um, those are the ones that I always worry about. Like, I'm not worried about bears. Because I've watched enough videos on it. And evidently, all you have to do is be like, all you have to do is go, Hey, Bear! Hey, Bear, don't you do... And then you go, and you just kind of fucking, you do like a mock charge at them, and they they fucking walk away. But if you show fear, if you actually deal with, you know, if you actually mentally think this thing has four Freddy Krueger gloves that are part of his body, so they're they're not falling off, Right? And uh, then he's got fangs and he's just going to try to fucking bite into my back until he breaks my spine mercifully. Mercifully. Um, God help those people with backpacks. Just prolonging it. And He just goes for your goddamn face. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, I know a bear is dangerous. I know there's people out there that think people don't know about these things. On every wildlife video, there always has to be somebody explaining it. I know this is hard to see, but this is nature. It's, oh, my God. just Enough with that. Stop holding my hand. You're also on the Internet, which means you're not in the wilderness. Shut the fuck up. Um, which I should do more of in 2020. Um, I did my first solo flight. Don't up there on a Thursday. And uh, I did something I've wanted to do for a long time where I I transitioned over LAX, over Sepulveda Boulevard at 2,500 feet. It's fucking amazing. And I did that without a problem. And then I did the the harbor uh, transition, which is along the 110. You stay on the east side of it if you're going north. And they're both really cool. So there's three ways to do it. One is along the beach at or below 150 feet, 2,500 at Sepulveda, and then at 900 feet. Or below at uh, the harbor transition. And each one of them is cool. When you're fucking, you know, going over the ocean at 150 feet. And there's fucking surfers and all these people. You got to watch out for kites. There's always some cunt with it. Who has a fucking kite? You know, I get it. I have a satellite dish. I don't have a fucking kite. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that old. Maybe like some fucking hipster. Where where would he even buy a kite? At a hobby store? I I haven't seen a hobby store in a long fucking time. I remember hobby stores were for ugly people, you know? Corvettes and cool cars, those were for older guys, you know, that were crushing it, banged a lot of broads when they were single. Maybe we still tagging their secretary every once in a while. They went out and they still had like a look at me badass car. But the guys who never got any, you know, just sort of middle of the road background people, they always ended up at like, it was called Hobby Town. And you go in there and there would be like these fucking guys. It was hilarious. They go in there and they were dressed like train conductors and they had no license to drive a real train. But for whatever dumb reason they would buy these toy train sets and they would have like the fucking I'm driving a locomotive hat on. They were sort of like sports fans today back then where sports fans now, you know, it's kind of less, I feel. But it really got out of control with people wearing the jerseys there for a minute. I think it's starting to come back around now. Like maybe maybe the kids can wear the jerseys, huh? You know? I don't know. But these guys, they were doing it Before. Like, when I was a kid, like, you know, if you went to a baseball game, somebody had, you know, there was, like, Red Sox hats. But it was mainly, everybody just looked like they just came from work. (laughs) And they showed up. It was definitely, it was like Dressed Down Fridays is what baseball looked like. I missed, like, 20 years before that, people used to go to the games with, like, fucking a shirt and tie on, a fedora. Um Everybody's sitting in the crowd looking like they were working for the FBI. Um, and then it became Dress Down Fridays. They did that for like 20 years. And then eventually it just became, let's dress like the people on the field. And then somewhere in there, you know, the culture of dressing like an absolute fucking idiot just so you can get on TV um, became the other thing to do. What the fuck is going on with that? I hate this fucking goddamn thing. You know, it's like it heats it up, and after it heats it up, then it, then it flips to the air conditioning. I like—I don't know what it's doing. I turn the heat on because it was cold out here. Once it gets up to temperature, turn it off. Oh, Nikki, 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 what happened? I'm watching Nikki's post game. Oh, Nikki post game. What happened to the fucking Eagles? Can some Eagle fan write in? I don't have time to watch the game. There's no fucking way. They were looking like it was them and the 49ers. Um, not only in the NFC Championship game, but whoever was going to win that game was going to win the whole fucking thing. And then the wheels just came off. Who got hurt? There's no way Nick forgot how to coach, and there's no way they all forgot how to fucking play. Something happened. Something happened. Dude, this was a tough week to bet, huh? Jesus Christ. Half of these teams, he's speaking of Dress Down Friday, not even showed up. Patrick Mahomes showed up in his street clothes today. Can you imagine if you spent all that money at the beginning of the year? You know? To, to, to take your kid to SoFi Stadium to watch, uh, what's his face, versus uh, fucking Patrick Mahomes, the guy who got hurt. Amazing quarterback. What the fuck's his name? Josh Hartnett, right? Is that his name? Yeah. That's the game you thought you were going to see. Josh is out for the whole season. Well, at least I got to see Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't even dress. He's on the sideline cheering people on like it's all garbage time. Travis Kelsey doesn't dress. It was like a fucking preseason game. So many of the games. I lost my ass this week. I was trying to beat the book on BetMGM. I was one game under. I needed to go three and one. um, At least to beat him. And I think I went one and three. I had the Lions. They showed up and played. I had the Browns. They didn't fucking show up. Who else did I have? Everybody I had just didn't give a fuck. I had the Bears thinking the Packers were already in. They weren't going to show up, but they needed to win. Dumbass me, so I fucking lost that one. Then I had one other one. I don't know. There was all these weird scores. Like Seattle only played the fucking lowly Cardinals and only one by one. That means they sat everybody, right? I don't know what happened. I was at a fucking goddamn playground today. So um, anyway, what was I talking about? I was talking about people with hobbies. Oh, my God. What happened to Mary Lou Retton? That wasn't Mary Lou Retton, was it? Jesus Christ. This is not. Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers and Bill Belichick, a long, a long hug there. Everybody taking pictures, thinking that's the last time. Is that George Stephanopoulos? Am I nuts? Did that guy used to be in the White House? I mean, how the fuck did he end up here? That's like Michael Strahan. Like you watch, he's on Good Morning America. He replaced Regis Filburn. It's incredible. I would say George Stephanopoulos... Michael Strahan, and when Snoop Dogg did a show with that, that cook who went to jail. Martha Stewart. Those are the ones where I lived long enough to be like, wait a minute. That guy came out. Murder was the case that they gave me. And now he's making biscuits with this fucking white lady from Connecticut. How the... F- Never seen a career like that. And George Stephanopoulos, he wasn't in the White House. He interviewed people. That's what he did. Wasn't he the one that, what, before Clinton got elected? Remember when Clinton and Al Gore fucking ran and everybody thought they, they were these cool young guys? You know, because everybody was looking at uh, whoever, who was the fucking vice president under George Herbert Walker? What the hell was his name? That poor bastard. He used to fucking, every week, he'd hold a gun backwards I remember when, he, when he, he was talking to some kid, he spelled potato, and he, he told me he forgot the E, and everybody made fun of him. And I had to sit there in my head going, like, I, th- I thought he forgot the E, too. <laughs> I thought it was pote toe T-O-E. Um, Dan Quayle. And then all of a sudden, Bill Clinton and fucking Al Gore come, right? And they got the fucking dungaree shirts on, and they just look like a couple of lugs that were working on a car in a fucking garage. And everybody thought Al Gore was cool because nobody really had to talk to him. And he was just sitting up there going, oh, right. And you didn't realize what a lunatic he was, not how much he was in his own fucking head until he ran in 2000 with George Stephanopoulos was, was, was one of the, one of the fucking big press people asking him questions like, why should you be leader of the free world? Whatever the fuck that means. Right. He was asking those questions. Now he's doing football. He must have saw too much. He probably got sick of it after a while. Just going, you know, what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into bread and circus. Maybe, maybe he saw which way it was fucking going. Jesus Christ! I can't believe. Oh my God! I just wish I could fast forward through this year. When it comes to the presidential election. I mean, Jesus Christ! These guys are so old; they should be wearing powdered wigs. <laughs> should go up there in the debate, right? They should go and they should have the ruffled fucking shirt. Remember that shirt Jerry Seinfeld wore in that episode where he's dressed like one of the three musketeers? They have to wear a shirt like that. They should have powdered wigs on with like the white knee socks, the knickers and then the buckle shoes. And then they come out there. Instead of saying you, they have to say ye, right? Ye will not talk talketh to me like that. Um... Anyway, I mentioned I was breaking my New Year's resolution. I'm having my second cup of coffee. But this is, this is the second time I've done this. I, I, you know, I got it pretty much under control. But I was fucking wiped out. And I had to make sure that if I was going to bring the ignorance, it had to be a high level of ignorance. Um, oh, I think my satellite dish is working. It's not blurry anymore. Um, it is amazing how Josh Allen, like how boyish his face is. That dude literally looks like he's like 12 years old, like a man child. You know, you ever see one of those bearded 12 year olds they'd have like at the circus back in the day? Step right up. Step right up. See the bearded fucking 12 year old throw a ball. 60 yards. Well, what would you want to do that for? Well, in the future, there's going to be a game called football. Yeah. Um, anyway, I noticed Nick Kroll, the head coach of the, uh, the Dolphins, he's, he's busting out the glasses. I actually went and I, I finally got an eye exam. I've been telling you guys how much I need, I've needed glasses um, for a while now. And, uh, you know, and there's this theory that if you get glasses, it makes your eyes weaker. Now, the people who were selling me glasses tell, told me that that was some bullshit. And that's exactly how they said it to They are in the doctor's smocks and they say, yeah, that's, that's some bullshit. Uh, I was in a strip mall. I mean, this is, this is the kind of, no, I'm kidding. They didn't say that. They said, yeah, that's not true. So I took the eye exam and uh, everything that I was told ended up being bullshit. They told me that I, I had a, uh, a stigmata, whatever the fuck it is. This, this, the, uh, this, that thing in your eye, which means you can't fucking, I know stigmatas. Uh, is that the upside down cross? There's something on you. If you have, it, it's burned into your skin, it means the devil's inside of you. See, people think you have to read. You don't. You just have to watch The Exorcist Part 2. I think that's where I saw it. Or you listen to uh, Ministry. Boom, um, boom, cackle. Boom, A couple of 50-year-olds got that joke. Um, yeah, they said I didn't have one of those. I could get LASIK. And my thing's like, look, you're, you're not going to fucking... You're not burning off part of my eyes with a with fucking laser. All right? What, what do you want, information? Just tell me what it is. You don't have to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I mean? That sounds like torture. Do you knock me out? No, you, you're, you're, you're awake. You're awake just looking at this fucking laser. Um, Josh, why don't you throw a fucking block instead of staring at the guy? Jesus fucking Christ. Um... Stay, don't yell at him. He's only 12 years old. Um And then they said my eyes weren't that bad. And I was like, "All right." So, uh I ended up getting not some readers. I got like for like when I sit down cuz I'm I'm going to read. I say this every year. I'm going to read. And uh I got uh I'm reading this book um I finished Reggie Watts' book and uh I got this book from, uh, I don't know who the fuck gave it to me. I'm, I'm getting into this one. It's just like, you know what, You know what, I don't really even, like when I lay in bed, I don't really need, oh my God, is it bobsledding this time of year again? <clears throat> I don't understand that. Does that bobsled have breaks? <clears throat> How do you practice? How do you get into that that, that fucking sport? Do you just like drain the brake fluid out of your car and just start driving down hills in your neighborhood and if you don't die then they stick you in that fucking sled no they have brakes in the end right I still I, you know out of all the Olympic events that's the one I, I mean I always love the bobsled event but I don't understand it it's basically suicidal sledding it's not really athletic is it you know didn't John Candy coach a Jama- Jamaican? I mean, right there, right there. You know, it's not a sport if John Candy, rests his soul. The guy's a fucking comedic actor and he coaches your team. Um, I'm just doing this because I want people to push the sled. Actually, if you had any idea how many squats we have to do each week, it is actually highly competitive. Um, all right. For the nine, the drinking game. When Bill says... What the fuck was I talking about? You have to do a shot. I like that. I like when people have drinking games rather than dealing with their childhood trauma. Okay? We've all done it. It's a great thing to do. Why look back at the past when you can get shit-faced now? Right? When you can (laughs) annoy people and cause new trauma to other people Today, Me and my wife are playing a game right now. Okay, we have, we're having a contest. I'm not allowed to yell, and she's not allowed to correct me. And you know what I loved about it? She was like, all right, all right, I'll take that bet. Like, you know, because she's abroad, so she doesn't think she does, she does anything fucking wrong. So she thinks she's going to win this thing. So right now, we're, we're having, like, this is like a pitcher's duel. It is zero to zero for the whole day. My daughter is keeping score and uh is it correct me or tell me what to do I think of some whatever just pick something just pick some fucking thing that they do um anyway you know it's weird watching commercials with the sound down I just watch people in pink pants singing about Pepto-Bismol to some poor bastard you know And he's all excited that he drank it and he feels better, but he's not going to examine what he ate, you know, to get like that. That's like people who like fucking eat Rolades every day. It's like, why don't you change your diet, dude? You know, oh, speaking of that, I took a chance at a restaurant today. Oh, I took a chance. I threw caution to the wind. Like my wife has been everywhere. She's seen all of this stuff. She just goes out there. I'll give, I'll try this out. Right. I'm a creature of habit. All right. That's, that's a nice way of saying a fucking, a boring cunt. So I, um, I'm like, you know, I always see this fucking restaurant on the way to my gym. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a fucking chance. So I went in there and I ordered some food and, uh, I ate it. And it was, it was more like mom and pop. It wasn't outstanding, but it wasn't bad either. Right. So I was like, all right, that's, that's fucking cool. So, um. I'm getting ready to take my kid to a, a, a birthday party. Which is amazing. Right as I go to leave. Right as... Oh, my God. You know, I, I, you know the 1972 undefeated Dolphins. I mean, Jesus. Have you seen the fucking... I just saw a picture of one of the guys that was on that team. He looks like... They're running back. Look like Tom Selleck. And he's carrying a striped football <laughs> 17 games now gets you out of the regular season. 17 and 0 back then, fucking you you won the super, you were done for the year. Um they got to change that. You know, even like in tennis, they have like the open era versus back in the day, don't they? I don't know. It's fucking weird. Anyway, so I had this this fucking this food and uh you know, I just worked out, it was protein-based or whatever, and I fucking eat it, and I thought I was fine, and right as we get the kids loaded in the car, you know, we're driving up the hill to get to the fucking highway, you know, and, uh, right as we go to get on the highway, I'm like, oh, no, and I just, I feel it, it's starting to churn in my belly, right? And my wife goes, do you want to go back? And I go, no, I can tell this is something that's going to be talking to me for like an hour before it, it, you know, it, it just, it's just, it's going to be like, I'm not going to have a choice if you know what I mean. Right. So she goes, (laughs) I should have listened to her. So then I drive like another two miles down and within two miles at this point, we're too far away from the house. I go, uh oh. I go, this is going to be a fucking problem, right? And she's like, well, why don't you just pull over, go into the 7 Eleven? And she, I go, I can't. And she goes, why not? I go, you know, something, somebody asked me one time, you know, what's the drawbacks of what you do for a living? All right, being in the public eye. This, that, the, the one, Major fucking drawback. Everything is a bonus, except when you you're about to shit your brains out and you're in public. That's the only because you're not anonymous. You can't just go in and blow out some fucking bathroom at a Starbucks and then somebody leaves and just yeah this fucking bald cunt went in there before me. No, it isn't. It's Bill Burr went in there and fucking annihilated. It smelled so bad that he could not even go in the ladies room. Right. So I went, I dropped them off at the party, and I fucking turned the car around like I was on Adam 12. Remember that? They they were never going in the right direction. I was talking to somebody about that the other day, and I just fucking whipped the car around, and I got back on the highway, you know, went down the hill, live at the bottom of the hill, down the bottom of the fucking hill, right? Um, got into the house and just, and, and just fucking made it. And I was it just... And I was thinking to myself, you know, this is why, this is why, this is why I don't fucking try new places. I like this new Bud Light commercial with Peyton Manning and Emmett Smith where they start, you know, they got to buy everybody around now because they put some transgendered person on the can. What the fuck were they thinking? You know what I mean? If you're all about profit, like why, why would you, why would you jump into that? It was one of the dumb things you could ever do. You know, I'm not, I'm not like trashing transgendered people, but like, what, what are you, what do you going to do next, Bud Light? Are you going to try to get rid of kick a ginger day? <laughs> 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 I mean, you guys fucked up so bad. You got to like fucking throw beers at everybody. They're free now. They're free now. Come on. Come on, you heterosexual people. Drink our beer again. Come on, man. Um, there was yet another th- dumb thing people got upset about. Like, there's all of this real shit going on, and that's what you get mad at. I'm never drinking that beer again. There you go. That'll make the country better, you dumb fuck. Um, Jonathan Cry. It's the amount of people that are stealing my fucking look. I swear to God. Everybody's a fucking bald white dude now with the beard. What's going on? That was my fucking thing. That's the end of my acting career. Now Jonathan... I was getting all the work Jonathan Cryer wasn't getting. Now he fucking shaves his head. Now I'm done. Now I can't be on fucking... uh Hey, sweetheart, knock it off up there. Whatever the name of that fucking show was. Two guys and a fucking uh, precocious kid. What the hell was that show called? It, was, it went on forever. It was Charlie Sheen, Jonathan Cryer, and then... uh The kid from Iowa, the fucking one of the first actors I saw, started his own production company and started creating shows. The nice guy from that 70s show, not the other one, (laughs) (laughs) Ashton Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher. Um, You know, what's funny. There's a fucking guy at my gym that looks like the fucking dude that went to jail from that 70s show. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, he's like a dead ringer. it has got the fucking curly hair and everything. First time I saw him, I was like, I thought that guy, I thought he got convicted. <laughs> I guess he didn't. He must have a gig coming up. He's here at the gym trying to work out. Um, what am I talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Who cares? Like, you know, I love, I love how the fucking, you know, I, the players actually won this 17th game of the year. They really did, because they're all getting paid for it. And and it doesn't seem like many of them are playing in it. Um, But I guess they would have done that during the 16th week. I don't know. What kind of message does this send to the the youth of America? Everybody takes the last fucking work day of the week off. Is that how it works? Um, All right. Why don't I do the reads? Why don't I shut my fat fucking mouth and do the reads um. Oh, here we go. All right. Here's the live reads for one eight. All right. It's Helix, everybody. Helix. It's Helix Sleep. Um, elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Um, take the helix sleep quiz today and find the perfect mattress in under two minutes and your personalized mattress yeah you know what they do they instead of scanning your retina they scan your taint which is sort of like the the middle like uh it's it's sort of the tipping like the fulcrum like on a drumstick the fulcrum of your body like when a grizzly bear goes to pick you up and just maul you to death that's what he picks you up like a bowling ball um And your personalized mattress, but don't get upset. I know this is hard to watch. It's just nature. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Uh, Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new (laughs) new mattress. Try it out. Have a good time on it. Everybody, you know, you don't like it, send it back. Gross! They cut that out. I'm convinced they cut that out of my copy because they got sick of me yelling gross. Everybody is unique. Yeah, yes, they are. Doesn't mean you have something to say, though. And everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and free preferences. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, don't worry, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel stigma in your eye. That's what it was coils in the base with premium foam layers on top it's the perfect combination of comfort and support plus uh helix mattresses are american made they make them right fucking here we got our own fucking american flag for these fucking mattresses that we make right um that's not my bud light uh, plus, Helix mattresses are American made and come with 10 to 15 year warranty, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress pick by GQ Ooh, and Wired Magazine. It's even for people. Is that for cokeheads? it's e- It is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go to solution uh, for improving your sleep, uh, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com/burr and use the code HelixPartner20. H e l i x p a r t n e r two zero. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With uh, Helix Better Sleep starts now. And lastly, but not leastly, the old ride or die, been here forever. Stamps.com, everybody. Once again, signing up for the podcast. They don't give a shit what I say. I love these people. Stamps.com, a new year is full of surprises, but one thing is predictable postage costs will go up again in 2024. Ask not what your mailman can do for you. Ask what you can do for your postal service. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the charge. With Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll even you'll have everything you need to get started. Take care of your taking care of your orders on the go is easier than ever with the Stamps.com home stamps.com mobile app if you need a package pickup you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard and if you sell products online fucking relax stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopper and shopping center i don't know what that means running low order shipping and mailing supplies labels and even a printer from the supply store got huge career uh carrier discounts up to 8 get sorry get huge carrier discounts up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates to help your bottom line for more than 25 years stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses we fucking get it uh, take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code Burr B-U-R-R for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter the code Burr. Um, all right, I think that I think that that's it with that, right? What else did I want to talk? Was there anything that I wanted to talk about that I didn't get to before I get to my listeners? Uh, oh man, I did some stand-up comedy. I went down to Lago on Sarah Silverman's show. Todd Glass was down there. Just a bunch of fucking hilarious people, and I got to mop up at the end. And uh, I'm telling you, this new 15 minutes that I am, I am, I am grinding down honing and all of that it's some of my most uh, most fun i've been having in a long time and uh i can i'm actually as much as i'm enjoying being home um i can't believe this i'm 55 and i'm fucking psyched to go on the road all right i'm not gonna lie to you when january 1st happened i was like starting to get depressed like oh god another year on the fucking road here we go you know and then uh all it took was one or two good sets and i'm like hey Hey I have something new to say. I'd like to share it. Um, and then I'm going to a bunch of fun places. I'm going to Portland, Oregon. I don't know when. I know I'm going there and I had the best steak of my fucking life the last time I was there. And now it's cold in here again. So now I go over and I turn it back on again. Jesus, fucking Christ. what 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 kind of world do we live in? Now I set it at 70, and then it gets up to 70. You can't go above 70, right? Your fucking balls will evaporate. That's a thing too, evaporating balls. But, you know, they don't really talk about it in the mainstream media because it affects men. But I can tell you right now, if women's balls, wherever they are, all the way up inside of them, I never took an anatomy class. I know they have some things that we have. It's, they're just inside. I don't fucking know. Um, I know they have two buttholes. One's bigger than the other. Is that right? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's one of the grossest things I've ever said. Um, Where am I? Where am I? What am I? Yeah, if it affected women, God knows, you know, there'd be a color everybody had to wear for a few weeks. You know, like, you know, what's never going to catch on is growing a mustache in November. You know? People just like doing it because they have a Halloween party coming up, right? And then they just keep it for fucking November and then it makes it look like you give a fuck. Um, how is that not Nate, Nick Kroll, not Nate Craig, Nick Kroll coaching the fucking Dolphins. All right, let me get to the, let me get to the reads. Okay, so if you're new to the podcast, you fucking write it to me. And for whatever reason, you ask me, me questions. Oh, new shows added. Would you look at this? Phoenix, Arizona. April twenty seventh at the Arizona Financial Theater, San Jose, California. June twenty fourth, first uh, at the San Jose Civic. I'm going to say Center. Uh, both shows uh, pre sale start Wednesday, January tenth at ten a.m. local time with Code BRR, Burr, B-U-R-R, St. Louis, Missouri. March twenty second at the Fox Theater. Pre-sale starts January 11th at 10 a.m. local time with the Code Burr. All shows on sale to the public January 12th, 10 a.m. local time. All right, let me take a sip here of the coffee. The fucking funny juice. Oh, by the way, um, there's a master class coming up where this guy teaches you how to uh, do the barista shit. I'm going to try it because I I watched this thing. I got great advice on how to uh, steam the coffee. Like I was steaming it and then adding the air and then steaming it up until I couldn't touch the cup, which means it's pretty much up to temperature. This guy's like, no, you put the bubbles in first. I was not doing that. That might be common knowledge to you, but I was not doing that. And I had the best looking like I just did it like the best looking like steamed milk. It had that consistency. I just don't know how to do the art yet but I'm, I'm right there with the consistency. I'm very fucking excited and uh, that's just one of those douchey dad adult things like if you just could fucking make somebody a cappuccino and do the little fucking uh, you know Freemason sign, whatever the fuck they do down at those coffee shops. It'd be really cool and I am also slowly turning into one of those Geico dads I met someone at a coffee shop, we were writing some shit, and I, was, I went back up um, to get a water, right? And uh, this woman brought a cake out from the back, and there was this, I thought it was a younger woman, but wasn't, she was about my age, a little bit younger. And she saw the cake and she went, ooh, to her friend. And without even thinking, I'm like, oh, don't do that. You have that. You're going to have to take a nap. (laughs) And she just looked at me like, why are you talking to me? And I wanted to be like, because I'm 55 and I'm happy. (laughs) I'm happy with what I have. I've let go of what I thought I wanted. And I'm just fucking having a great time. And I'm in a jolly mood. I'm sorry. And I understand you have most of your life still ahead of you. So you're fucking you're in a different mindset. And I'm sorry. I did everything. But my, one of my favorite Geico dad moments is when the person's backing in that you don't even know. And you start trying to help him into the spot. Uh, you got it. You got it. It's, it's like, who the fuck is this guy? Um, I am becoming that. Um, you know what it is? It's because the older you get, the less threatening you are when you talk to people. So right now I'm in my my. You know, I'm an old guy, but I'm still, I'm just coming off as a weirdo. All right. Where women used to be scared, if you like, just sort of approached them, and you had my fucking, I've been hurt as a child, walled off, emotionally shut down energy. They'd be like, is this guy a serial killer? Now I'm sort of jolly, but still, you know, a little fucked up, you know, I'm like a recovered cokehead. You know, like, you ever talk to a recovered cokehead slash alcoholic? Just the way they talk and their emotions, they're like a blown speaker, you know? You can still hear the music, but there's, you just know, a lot of bad shit happened. Well, I feel like in the next 10 years, I'll just be, I'll become adorable. That's what I'm counting on. Um, so I just have to work. This is like this year's my second, like, adolescence, awkward years. Um, where your adolescence, you was slowly become, what the fuck is he doing? He's just fucking slinging it. What's he, bitching at the ref now? Um, gout. Uh, okay, here we go. This is from the listener's gout. Hi, Angry Billy Ginger Balls. Um, can you at least call me less angry so I feel like I'm progressing? Uh, I've rel- I've relatively speaking only recently found you on YouTube. I relatively speaking. Don't you just say relatively speaking? No, recently I found out about you on YouTube, relatively speaking, parentheses, two years ago. I've relatively speaking only recently. I've relatively speaking only recently. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking got vertigo. About two years ago and found your podcast about five months ago. But that's brilliant. I'm a Brit trucker. Oh, there you go. This is my people. All right, summer school on the other side of the pond. I bet you're a funny bastard. I'm a bit Brit trucker, but actually now live and work in New Zealand. Lucky you, man. That seems like a peaceful place. Uh, trucking down here. I only listen to podcasts and audiobooks and music I've downloaded. Your show is literally the best podcast in the planet. Plus a bonus for me. You know, I bet he's got big fat trucker thumbs. That's why he's writing this weird. Uh, Plus a bonus for me. I have thousands to catch up on. But that's what a fucking nice guy. Other side of the world, opposite hemisphere, takes the chance, takes the time out to say thank you or whatever he's saying. He's saying he likes my podcast. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not a doctor, but you briefly mentioned you get random shooting pains in your big toe a week ago. I do, too. And it's gout. Now, I'm not a doctor, but get it checked out. Checkmate. No, 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 no. I said it went numb. It's my sciatic nerve. I don't have gout. I, I, didn't, I didn't party to that level. And I also know, I know people with gout, and it is so fucking painful, they can't even have a bed sheet on their foot. Um, yeah, I have a good friend of mine that has gout. It is, it is... It is not something you want to be around. Um, yeah, it's like passing a kidney stone that never passes, it seems. Um, anyway, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I've, believe it or not, I've actually been pretty healthy my whole life. Um, just out of vanity, you know. And also, you know, I, I knew I was a weirdo, you know. I didn't, just walking around looking like a freak. I didn't need to be a fat fuck. A fat freak. I mean, who wants to be that, right? All right. Kids throwing rocks at cars. Mm. Is that back? Uh, Hey, Billy Love Handles. You know, I can't wait for you guys to see me on tour with my revenge body. Um, I was listening to last week's podcast, and somebody asked for a legal way to stop people from speeding down their street. I have a similar issue, but with kids throwing rocks at cars. Is it weird that that may be mis- nostalgic? Wow. I thought once they had video games, that went, that's one of the best things about video games and people jerking off on the Internet. They don't have the time to go outside and just throw shit at your car when you go by. Um, it's been reported in my neighborhood lately that there is a group of kids who purposely wait for cars to drive past their house. And with no regard for anybody, will pelt the car with rocks, cans, bottles, etc. But mostly... <laughs> Rocks. I don't mean to laugh, but we used to do that. And I'll tell you right now, most people would slow down, like, what the fuck? But when you got that lunatic that pulled over, we had a guy that chased us in the fucking snow. It was like a horror movie. He just kept coming. Um, and we ended up breaking off. He ended up catching one of my friends, but we had to fucking split up. This guy just was not stopping. We were sledding. We just threw a snowball at his car and he just he was fucking livid. And he ran up that fucking hill and we were running away laughing and he just kept coming. And the laughing, you know, switched slowly into screaming into crying (laughs) because we were like, I mean, shit, I wasn't even in the second grade Um Anyway, it's been reported in my neighborhood lately that there's a group. All right, right. the local police have been notified multiple times and refuse to do anything about the issue because the kids are underage. What? However, it's been said that the adults in the home are aware that they do this and egg them on. It's hard for me to believe the police wouldn't do anything to adults if it was a ticket or something. I feel like something has to be done. Am I nuts? Oh, dude, this is one of the easiest solutions ever. This is what you do, all right? You got to have one car in front of you. That's the mark, I believe they say, on on, on a sting, right? That's like, you know, when they have the police officer and they dress her up like a whore, you know? And then she's got to walk down the street trying to fucking bait the serial killer. And then before, the, the serial killer grabs her and before he can fucking kill her, you know, and turn her skin into a fucking uh, sweater vest, they're supposed to come in and arrest the guy. So you basically do the same thing. You have the car go down the street, you know, and then a car behind, you have one of those fucking, the AR-15 version of a paint gun. And then what you do is you just fucking open up on those kids and you fucking pelt the shit out of them. All right? Then here's another thing. You find out what house they're in. And at three in the morning, you go by with the paint gun and you fucking right through the fucking windows. Just pick the living room. Nobody's in there. And if the guy's asleep on the couch, he's got the back of the couch to cover him. All right. All of that was a joke. I don't think you should do that. I'm not advocating that. That is all very dangerous. <laughs> um, that was a, that was a revenge fantasy. I don't think that you should do that. Um, All right. But how much fun would that be? You know, it'd be better if they had a fucking paint gun that was like one of those old school machine guns where you need one guy to feed the fucking ammo into it so you could both enjoy it, like in the back of a pickup. You know, get some, get some. Uh, Living with an ex. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean going through a breakup is hard enough, but to hear the, the the next guy fucking your ex-girlfriend, and somebody's gonna be getting laid before the other one, right? And God knows it has to be her, or it's gonna be even worse, right? Be even worse for you, right? All right. Living with an ex. God damn it, that fucking cappuccino is delicious. Um, hey Billy Blue Balls. I recently broke up with my ex-girlfriend of nearly three years. After over a year together, I generally thought I found the one and we co-signed a lease on an apartment together. Unfortunately, the last year and change was pretty rocky in spite of us working towards a future together and even looking at engagement rings last month. But the shit all culminated right before the holidays and her breaking up with me, then taking it back, repeatedly telling me to fly to my hometown without her for Christmas, getting mad at me for actually going through with it. And also trying to convince me to get a tattoo of her initials on my ass. All right, buddy. You know what the great thing about me not being in this relationship is, and in, in everybody listening is we have clarity. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Um, and I would get out of this fucking apartment as soon as you can. Uh, side note, you, may, you must be thinking... Uh, You may be thinking we must be certified pre-owned white trash. No, I don't. I just think that uh, she was fucking your brains out, and at some point that made sense because the pussy was that good. Not to be crass, but that's what we think. On the contrary, we both just turned 27. I'm an engineer making over six figures. What in the fuck are you still doing there? Get out. I don't give a fuck if you still have to pay half the rent for six months. Go live in some shithole just to not be there. Just get the fuck, just get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there. Pay your half of the rent and go move back in with your parents. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, I'm an engineer making over six figures while finishing a master's degree, and she is finishing her pharmacy doctorate. Um, Great, nice level-headed person, going to be giving drugs to people. And the AC's back on. I don't know why it does this. Is there something wrong with the thermostat? Is it on that eco fucking shit? This is genius. It's just genius. It makes you keep turning on the fucking heat, shutting it off. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Um, Anyway, let's get back to this fucking guy making six figures. You got the cash. Make it rain and get the fuck out of there um anyway uh we're both tall and in good shape we have been are you guys like ai robots like you guys don't seem possible uh we're both tall in good shape and have been called a power couple on multiple occasions which probably contribute to that to that we are both pretty egotistical all right now i'm starting to lose empathy on you here all right so you're barbie and kendall any, anyways, while I got some space from her over the holidays, I did a lot of research about how to handle our underlying problems, strategize how to communicate with her and even send her a love letter in an effort to be a good boyfriend. We agreed it was time for me to come back and we would try couples therapy. Uh, alas, the first night I got home, she blew up on me, egged me on to break up with her. And so I said, fuck trying to make this work and ended it. Good for you. In the coming days, she said she doesn't want to break up, kept double checking that I was sure, and has been struggling to accept where we're at. Buddy, get out of that fucking apartment. After we broke up, I offered to absorb the full cost of the apartment. Why? Why? Because, you know why? Because the cops believe her. Because hell hath no fury. I am I'm so sick of this fucking narrative that the, the the amount of fucking advantages in relationships that women have normally, you know, I mean, unless your guy is like a fucking wife beater, like you, you're going to win. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Because what you're doing is what I would do. I, would, I, just, I just, you know, I'm sorry I broke up with you. I'll fucking pay for everything. You can stay here. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. That's, that's how we look at you guys when you get upset and you fucking know it. Um, I'm going to absorb the full cost of the apartment and take her name off the lease if she moved out. Oh, you're going to try to keep the apartment. Which she has declined since she can't afford to live by herself. And so I thought we would work things out as roommates for as long as we could handle it. However, today she asked me to move out and continue to pay for my half of our apartment. Now, fuck you, because she wouldn't be able to get past our breakup if I was still here and because she would eventually throw a fit if we were still living together for too much longer. I can afford to cave into her wishes and just be done with it without having to deal with the psycho, but I really don't want to basically pay her to live in a 1,200 square foot apartment by herself for the last six months of our lease. What should I do? Uh, you should break your lease. You should break your lease. And he could go all the way. There you go. This is what I would do, okay? Um, this is what I would do. I would get another place to live, sign a lease there, i take a day off from work without her realizing it. I would pack my shit up. I would get it the fuck out of there. And then I would tell the landlord that I moved out. That we broke up and I moved out. And I'm not fucking paying anything else. And let him do whatever the fuck he wants to do. I would, I would not, you know... But I get it. If you do this, I get it. But this is just this classic fucking thing that when a relationship fucking ends, a woman feels, well, I need to get something out of this. Right? And the level of power that they have now with social media to say, and you, you, you were abusive and all of this shit, you know, it's probably, I mean, I'm coming with like fucking 1980s, 90s advice here. So... um. I don't know. In the, in the dream scenario, that's what you would do. I would say this. Um, either way, you need to get the fuck out of there. You need, to get the fuck, you need to get away from her as soon as possible. And you need to get another place as soon as possible. I would just get the fuck out of there. Just get the fuck out of there. And, just, and, and I would just say, uh, and then once you have your own place, you can kind of negotiate like, no, I'm not doing that. She's a pharmacist, she has fucking money. You're an adult. Just say, no, I'm not doing that. Just say, I'm not, pay- I'm not paying this. I'll pay half of it. That, that, that's where you do it. Don't do all that psycho shit I said. Just say, listen, I'll pay for half, that's it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not you're, you are an adult and I'm not paying for that. And just remain calm. Like, it's like, I lost two years of my life just like you did. Like, why don't you pay for my half of the fucking rent? Fuck you. Take out all of that, and the attitude. No F-bombs, none of that shit, and just, yeah. It's fucking annoying. It's fucking annoying. You know why it's annoying? Because, like, I don't know, it, whatever. The fucking audacity of that. I can't deal with you being here. I wouldn't be able to get over with. Pay for my life. All right. All the ladies independent, throw your hands up at me. Every fucking hand goes up and they all play this fucking game. At least a lot of them do. All right. Billy Putty. Billy Putty. Not silly putty. Billy Putty. Uh, Dear Billy Putty, you've achieved great success. Your microphone reaches many people. Could you please take a second and ask these cunts that are working the gas stations, convenience stores, to go ahead and... lock both entry doors to the establishment for fuck's sakes do they enjoy watching a couple hundred patrons a day do face plants into the glass doors <laughs> we can do better at usa well it makes for great videos yeah why is only one open I, I i don't understand that either that is a decent question um all right that is the podcast everybody um I got to go get the kid, kids uh, ready for bed here. Uh, another NFL regular season is over. It was a great one. And as always, I bitched, moaned, and complained about the prevent defense, and nobody cares. And it continues, so I am done yelling about that. Um, that is it. I got my, I'm got. doing the Bon Scott gig with Dean Del Rey. I'm playing two songs. I'm doing my new 15 minutes and all of that shit. Uh, I know that part's going to go well. We'll see how the rest of it goes. Um, I almost said I love you guys. What's going on with me? What's going on with new Happy Bill, the Geico dad? Um, how you doing there, uh, Kissinger? What what the fuck are you supposed to say to kids, Kissinger? Went with a fucking war criminal. Um, but aren't we all war criminals? We just don't fight as big a battle. That fucking chick that dude's living with, I'd throw her in there. Um anyway. All right, that's the podcast. Go fuck yourselves and I'll check in on you on Thursday.